fans welcome back to episode 20 or i guess i shouldn't say welcome back huh welcome to episode 24 well, yeah the welcome back was from the other ones <laughs> welcome back uh this is episode 24 of open your toys cast the official podcast of openyourtoys.com the site dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time and I've got a funny story about this. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, when I went to my high school reunion the other night, I got so buzzed I could only think of three. <laughs> and Were I you kept trying to tell them. somebody and about I it? Was, yeah, I was telling um, Tiffany and her husband about it. And I was so drunk I could not think of Transformers. <laughs> I could not think. I'm like, G.I. Joe, Masters of the Universe, Star Wars, and and... G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Masters of the Universe. Fuck, what is that other one? <laughs> I felt really stupid. Because then the next morning I woke up and I was like, I can't believe I couldn't think of Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is the four greatest franchises of all time? It's Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Masters of the Universe, and Transformers. <laughs> oh, how embarrassing. A person I hadn't seen in 10 years, I fuck up what we do <laughs> no worries but now you know what we do uh we're a husband and wife team that buy way too goddamn many toys and i've cut back i know you haven't bought anything you're making yeah, me feel all bad about myself that's the point i mean <laughs> no the last thing i got was the uh death eater yep i was supposed to get two yeah I was supposed to get another green, golden age, green lantern figure. Oh, the green lantern thing. If we add this into the podcast, I might have to be upset because <laughs> I will add in my own segment. I will. <laughs> It'll be all of Jessica's shit. <laughs> that doesn't have to do with anything of yours. <laughs> yeah. I've, uh, It'll I've, be five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've mentioned this on the cast before, but I've kind of uh, bandwagon jumped on. That was like a Yoda statement. <laughs> bandwagon, you will jump on uh, uh -huh. to the whole Green Lantern, Blackest Night thing. But the cool thing is, is I'm not bandwagoning the Blackest Night stuff yet because I'm not to that yet. I'm going back and starting from Rebirth. He's so. going back. Back. Way back. <laughs> back in the time. So, I love that line. <laughs> you can reach us several ways. Uh, you can leave a comment on our blog at openyourtoys.com. You can... Oh, that's the email. Wow, I'm already ahead of myself. You can email Slick at... Okay. Oh, is that I a thought cue? he was going to jump in, but then he had to drink, take a drink of beer. Add <laughs> <laughs> <You laughs> <can> slick <laughs> at openyourtoys.com or 
Okay, really? <laughs> Those are the cues you used to give me. Oh, all. I'm sorry. And? <laughs> Mrs. McFavorite at OpenYourToys.com. You can also follow Mrs. McFavorite on Twitter at Mrs. McFavorite. Or you can follow Slick at Slick McFavorite. <laughs> Uh, you can also uh, follow our exploits on Facebook, which is essentially just a uh, my Twitter feed that ups, updates that for the most part. But uh, it's uh, facebook.com slash open your toys or search on Slick McFavorite and look for the Open Your Toys logo. Or you can find me on Facebook at Facebook slash Jessica Spiller. That's with one S. And that's Jessica with one S. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you can search for Mrs. McFavorite and you'll find random pictures of me. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. So you actually did win and searched Mrs. McFavorite? No, but I swear that it's Mrs. McFavorite. There's a spider <laughs> on the ceiling. But it's crawling towards you so it can fall on your head. <laughs> been that kind of night folks <laughs> uh you could also hit my facebook up at uh jason spiller um again just uh give us a heads up let us know that you're a podcast listener um and finally our voicemail which uh is 720-235-TOYS yep that's 720-235-TOYS which is 8697 720-235-8697. And uh, I guess we'll actually, that leads into the contest better. So we'll switch these around. Uh, that's what the contest is. If you first time listener or uh, you haven't been able to catch the last couple episodes and maybe catching up, we're having our first annual Swag Away. Swag Away. That's right. That shit's coin, bitches. Trademark TM. R with a circle in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's essentially... Patent pending. Are you... Is that the same spider? Yeah. It made good time across the it ceiling. Did. It ran. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> what we've done is uh, collected some of the coolest swag from the uh, conventions we went to this year. And uh, while we may not be going to all the conventions every year, well, of course not all, but... The three majors, the BotCon, JoeCon, and Comic-Con. Uh, we will definitely be going to Comic-Con every year. That is something we've made up our minds about. So every year, we're going to collect a pile of crap for you for, you for free. Oh, make them want to join the contest. <laughs> he, he's not very good at selling. You should want to participate. It's the it's same not, thing. It is not a crap away. <laughs> It is swag. There is some fun shit in there. I just wish I had time to sit down because I, I did. I literally took every single thing that was on the table this year and I ended up throwing it all away because I was like, the hell was I thinking? Well, see, that was crap. The stuff we got was good. <laughs> well, the well, the stuff we kept was good. I, I mean, I went through the table and or I, the pile that I got from the swag table and I was like, this is cool. This is cool. This is cool. And then I ended up throwing the rest away yeah I kept and then i threw the stuff the that i kept title. away because i found a pile of the stuff from last year that i had not gone through yet <laughs> classic 
Oh, you, you're going to have to kill that spider soon. <laughs> we'll have to do it on a break. So uh, focus. That's right. We'll be giving away <laughs> lots of cool swag. Uh, posters from G.I. Joe. Uh, we didn't get an extra one of the Star Wars ones. Sorry. But uh, there's a Star Wars poster. I know. And I keep I didn't get it last year. Mark had to give me one this year from his shit. But uh, G.I. Joe posters, Transformers posters, we got a G.I. Joe t-shirt, magnet, we got a G.I. Joe magnet, we've got, oh, one of the best thing, we have one of the breaker buildmen, one of the toy breaker buildmen exclusives. Um, So definitely, all you got to do is drop us a voicemail. Um, We've only had two so far, thanks Tater X and Vern Phillips. so they've got pretty good odds there. I'd love a contest <laughs> where it's me and one other guy. All right. Who wants to be heads? Who wants to be tails? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie says he's attempted to call in, but that international dialing, you know, I, I shit, I don't even know how to dial another country. Well, why isn't he doing an MP3? Or, I'm sorry, not not to single him out, but what about the MP3s that people can send in to? He, he, just, said that, uh, he just said that he couldn't do an MP3, so... But come on, guys. Let's hear some voicemails. By the time this comes out, the deadline is going to be October 7th. That's of this year. And uh, that's actually going to be our one-year anniversary. Uh, on oh that date, God, we're going to... it's been a year. I know. We're going we're gonna to record our 25th show on our one-year anniversary. So it'll... Aww. And actually, no, it'll be our 26th if you include our pilot. So not too bad. One every two weeks on an average kind of thing. Ish. Ish. Considering we missed, like, what was it? like two or three months because of the holidays no, that bad but yeah <laughs> oh no it was only like a month and a half uh so give us a call uh let us know what you're thinking what you think of the cast what are you what are you seeing out there that's the main thing i would like to hear store reports i think store reports are invaluable to hear what other people are seeing and that's why we have a store report on our show so uh we'll get right into uh now that we're done begging for voice call us. Uh, we'll get into what are we drinking I am drinking the usual. It Sports. wasn't her own choice. I I got liquor for her without asking. So well, he. What's funny is that he does ask me, and he's like, "So, what do you want to drink?" And I'm like, "The usual," and then he has to ask me, "So, what did you want?" I'm like, "Fucking a four pack of Sparks and a fifth of Cap or not Captain's Admirals." What else do I drink? I guess that's Depending on what liquor store, if they've got Sailor Jerry, that'd be better. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. If anybody anybody likes rum, you have to like rum. Spiced rum. Spiced rum. rum. Yeah, spiced rum. And if you haven't had Sailor Jerry's, go out to your liquor store and look for it. And if they don't have it, tell the liquor store guy that they're slacking. Because it's good shit. Yeah, that shit's uh, 46%. That's good stuff. Six more percent than your, or not even 6% shit, fucking Admirals is 35%. It's making a circle. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you see all that dead air right there? As That's you, like, start freaking out, I'm like, what, what? <laughs> all right. So, um, and what let's see. Me being the... Oh, that sucks. Oh, there it is. Oh, no. 
Go grab the six pack out of the fridge as fast as you can. Please. I am drinking <laughs> Lee and Kugels. Lennon Krugels. Really? What do you how do you pronounce that? Not like that. <laughs> yes, I would say Lennon Krugels. Uh summer shandy. I figured we would send uh the summer out in style. Uh let's see, this is a Summer, it's a beer with natural lemonade flavor. I would like the six-pack, please. There wasn't a six-pack. Oh, then it? it's on the counter in the trash. Okay, one question. What's my maiden <laughs> you name? You need to talk into this. What's my maiden name? Oberleiter. How's it spelled? L-E-I-N-E-N. Okay, how's my last name spelled? O-B-E-R. L-E-I. So line and Google. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I should have known that. Baby, isn't your last name spelled or your old last name spelled L-I-E? Isn't it spelled L-I-E? I did not marry this man. <laughs> really? It's spelled L-E-I? <laughs> it's been a long time. You've had my name for a very long time. So, Three years. Uh, <laughs> exactly. That's a long time. Actually, not even three years. Two years and ten months. <laughs> okay, so here we go. This is why I wanted her to get this, because this is what uh, what sold me on it here is... Summer a, Shandy. A Shandy is a lemonade-flavored beer, a European favorite during the warmer summer months. Leader, over lighter. <laughs> Are you really thinking about it? Lion Google. Lion Googles. Lion Googles. <laughs> okay, I took two years of German. With, I can't help myself. With time-honored commitment to crafting award-winning beers, blend select malted wheat and barley, lemonade flavor, and a hint of Wisconsin honey, creating an ideal summer refresher. Summer <laughs> Shandy has an adventurous taste perfect for summertime fun. And we're only a couple days past summer, so I'm living it up. <laughs> okay. Oh my our, God. Our All intro right. has gone on way too our long. Our intro has gone on for 15 minutes. All right. Like we said before, this is going to be our official <laughs> all Q&A episode. We're still going to do some, we're still going to do the normal segments, but at least the news is going to be all Q and all A. So that means a, a. lot of reading. <laughs> yep. And that means that anybody who's heard any of our Q&As. <laughs> that's going to be the fun of it. People are going to be laughing a lot. So I'm, fucking, I'm glad I'm all about comedy. I love hearing people read emails like IHN. I love hearing them read the emails. We even have a funnier thing to read when it comes up to. Uh, Do we have more transcripts? We have a transcript. Uh, they, they, I would love to hear people's. Uh, if if anybody saw the um, the show, no, in, it was that's on in Open the Your listener Toys voicemail. Too. Yeah, or that's... not voicemail, but listener communication. Oh god, the transcripts from Google are so funny. <laughs> They're so great. I love them. My dog's attacking me. Okay, so uh, Star Wars. Star Wars is going all the way back to August seventeenth. Was the uh, next Q and A after the last one we covered? So Snow Trooper CA. 
He says, thank you, thank you, thank you for Build-A-Droid figures. I love them all. Will we see this continue into the next year, maybe the year after? Will Hasbro ever consider releasing a pack of just reused, repainted droid parts so fans can make up their own droids? Yes, I love my droids. And how about the repainted R4G9, the clean R2-D2 colors, and silver, not chrome dome? Thanks again. Hasbro says... We're glad you love them. We certainly do, too. And your money. There is still a ton of droid excitement in front of us, both in the mainline and upcoming exclusives. Assuming that the Walmart Droid Factory assortment is successful this year, we would like to see a familiar set again for 2010. While it will likely not go on forever in the mainline basic figures SKU, it very, it's very likely that we will continue to use the library of droids parts in ex- Use the library of droids parts in exclusives and in ways you like to suggest where we either use the parts for basic for new figures or even in multi-part sets. As for R2 using the R4 body, we have that version coming this fall. Stay tuned! So uh, you're going to see this reoccurring theme of Hasbro saying, if you buy shit, you'll get more of it, essentially. I mean, I don't know how many times... People asked in the Q&A, are we going to get this? And they say, well, if you buy this, you might, you know, (laughs) and it's bullshit because their shit's already planned out for next year already. Well, yeah. How far out do they have shit planned? Isn't it like a year? Is it only a year? I would have thought it's like a, like two. Well. A year to plan, a year to make, and then a year to sell. Oh, no, no, no. They, they plan everything out. Shit that shit that is going to be coming out a year from now is being decided on in boardrooms right now. And again, that that depends on the time of year. You know, there's all kinds of decision making, then there's all kinds of uh, sculpting and prototyping, and then there's all kinds of production. But. You need to not drink beer. When I know, no shit. <laughs> God, if you guys didn't notice the last time, my ridiculous amount of. And it burps oh, a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking burps. Okay. Uh, so, and I was going to, uh, the reason why I put this in there is one for that uh, response of if you buy shit, but two, if you are looking for, uh, if you're doing build a droid and you want to know what pieces, I ran into this because I want the L8, L9 from the. Uh, Original Clone Wars ser- cartoon series, the Tartakovsky or Gendy series. Mm-hmm. I, c- I think I've always said Tartakovsky, and I don't think that's right. But anyways, maybe it's Gendy Tartakovsky. But maybe. Anyways, he was the the cool guy in the renal arena battle where Asajj shows up and just takes out everybody. Oh, he was that robot series? shooting the yeah shooting the fireballs. Okay, but anyway, so I had to have that because I'm a, I'm a Gendy fiend, and then, uh, and then the other one I wanted was HK47, which is from the Knights of the Old Republic, and uh, so I was like, okay, what figures do I have to buy in order to get these fucking pieces? So I went to Rebel Scum, and if you actually look and click, go to their photo archives, and there's actual individual. Uh, photo archives for the Build-A-Droids and you click on there and it'll show you all the figures that come with what parts because 
there's oh, it's like a cheater's guide. Well, yeah, there's six new figures in every wave. So if you buy all the new figures, you're guaranteed to get every piece. But then there's six repacked versions. That uh-huh. <laughs> sorry, when you look away from me when I'm talking to you, it's a there's little. There's six distracting. repacked versions. I'm just making sure Ruthie's not fucking with Target because <laughs> he's sleeping. <laughs> uh, so there's there's also six repacked figures that will come with pieces as well. So maybe you skipped one of the repacked figures, or in my case, like one for my L8 L9 is a biker scout, which I have tons of biker scouts, but I'd much rather get that than Klieg something or another, some pod racer guy, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, Rebel Scum, if you want to figure out what combinations you can do to get Build-A-Droid figures. Rebel Scum. Next up, StarWarsCollector.com asked, It was announced since Toy Fair that Shakti and the other Force Unleashed Wave 2 figures would be released as retailer exclusives. What are the other figures and which retailer will they be available through? Any images yet? Hasbro says, Actually, Shakti is in the wave prior. Uh, The EU wave recently shown at Toy Fair. The other figures, which were a new wave, were pulled from mainline and adjusted for the exclusive packs. The packs will now be five packs and will either be all new sculpts or new deco repaint when we, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, when we <laughs> use the previously ex- existing sculpt, including will be several trooper variants including a jump trooper with newly added jump pack. Across the two packs, there will be two versions of Galen Marek. Galen Marek. Garrett, well, yeah, that guy. Proxy and Twist and Juno. And a Twist and Juno. More, <laughs> sorry. More information will be available as we get close to launch later this fall. All right, so um, super excited about Force Unleashed. I love them, I love them, I love them. I wish they were being single-carded, but we talked about Shakti's red boobies on the last cast. Oh, yeah, I remember that now. So, um, yeah. We all love those. red boobies. <laughs> oh, good, you've got a long one. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe I'll just start reading the long ones. I, I was going to let My you read Hasbro I- because I thought they'd be written better than the other questions. Well, no, it's, it's more, I have really bad eyesight. Oh, and your contacts are all oh, messing with me. <laughs> it's all good. Bad episode. I can read. <laughs> I, I do know how to read, just not out loud. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> C3PO. Oh, sorry. This is collectorstation.com. C3PO needs a new figures across the saga. It's sad but true. But the episode one 3PO figure was quite good, but he needs a knee and ankle joints. Perhaps the ability to hold the Anakin Skywalker pad racing flag uh-huh. and a little more accurate deco with yellow eyes and slightly toned down wires. Episode 2 3PO's removable parts gimmick hampered this figure's design. And since then, we've gotten fantastically sculpted U3PO build-a-droid figure. So that mold could sport the Episode 2 3PO deco. And then there's the OT 3PO, which you recently <laughs> said is hampered with vac metal, bo- which you said is hampered with vac metal bodies because LFL is stuck on the concept. Oh, Lucasfilm Limited. It's like, what the fuck is that? Uh, is stuck on the concept over a painted look. However, your team has produced some great looking shiny silver protocol droids lately. 
without vac metalizing. And Hasbro's Marvel Universe has been able to produce two different tones of shiny, metallic-looking gold colors on a few Iron Man figures, which are still super articulated. Is this something those qualities still... (laughs) Still not to Lucas's film approval, or will we finally be seeing truly super articulated 3PO soon? So I totally would have thought LFL would be like laugh fucking loud. <laughs> Maybe you should start that. We'll do it. Oh, we'll I'll do it. I'll Twitter, do it at work. I'll be Twitter on LFL. <laughs> and then I'll text my friend like <laughs> laughing fucking loud. Yeah, laughing fucking loud instead of laughing my ass off. That's fucking hilarious. That's right. Trademark. Boom. Done. (laughs) Okay. Trademark. All right. Tangent. Hasbro says, well, we got our wires crossed. Obviously, based on what was shown at Comic-Con, there's no pack with Episode 2 Arena version C-3PO in it. We can confirm that we have developed one for a sequel to the Geonosis packs for 2010, assuming success with the first version this fall so to see this version of c-3po and many more characters please make sure that you pick up the geonosis pack this fall thanks for your money that one was just i was reading this i'm like (laughs) why the fuck did i put this question in here who cares about a super articulated c-3po no offense to any droid collectors or mrs mcfavorite um, but uh, <laughs> None taken. But it I was think more it's the point that they're, they even said, we have developed one, but you won't see it unless you buy shit, you know? It's, it is. Well, hey, you know, it's just like, what was it? Oh, um, my Twilight podcast. Sorry, this is going to be a tangent oh for a second. God. But it's funny. It was, um, it was a meet the director, <laughs> and I thought it was for New Moon, but it was for Twilight. Uh-huh. After I watched it, I was rather disappointed because I was all excited for New Moon. But it was funny because they were, um, Catherine Hardwick, which is no longer, obviously no longer the director, they were asking questions about New Moon. And she's like, well, we're not even sure if we're going to make a second movie because the first one hasn't come out and it needs to make enough money in order for us to make a second movie. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, this because <laughs> obviously it did but yeah so it is it's one of those things where you want to see more buy the first stuff <laughs> exactly bye 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 that's right <laughs> economy 101 <laughs> all right next up august 24th q a galactic hunter.com actually miss mcfavorite why don't you read this why don't we go by length that might be easier Okay. <laughs> GalacticHunter.com says, With seated Leia ready, we know that she needs something to sit on. So, when, when will we see Jabba with, who is that? Dias. Dias. After seeing that awesome do-back, we know it can happen. Please give a desperate guy an ounce of hope. Rancor traps open. Get it. He's like talking to Java, and they're like, eh. "Oh, yeah." Everybody he, else he gets laugh. funny with it. Um, dais, <laughs> Except for me. <laughs> Java's dais is his throne, essentially that big slab that he sits on. Ah. 
So um, Hasbro says, <laughs> there is hope, Adam. There is hope. Lots of it. It's not in the bag, though, and here's where you can help. We have previously hinted that due to the size and format, such a beast would most likely be an exclusive. We have taken some big, meaty swings at our exclusives for this fall. The ATST, Dubak, Octuptara, Octuptara, Droid. Arnie had a problem with that on Star Wars Action News, too. Is this a droid that we actually see in the movie somewhere? This one, the Octopotara? The yeah, octopus the, droid. Yeah, it's that big one. It's it's more seen in the Clone Wars. Remember in the original movie where Anakin's <laughs> jumping on the top of these big walking balls, essentially? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what that is. No. Oh. And I've shown you the toy, and I told you how... Check this out and, and watch that, if you're that interested in, the in this. Hasbro panel at Comic Con that everybody was like, <gasps> "Yeah, <gasps> they yeah. turned the lights on, they redid it." Yeah, it. I thought that was called the Spider Droid. No, it's the one with the ball and then it's got legs. Maybe they, maybe a Nick. No, because a Spider Droid is something different. I just don't know my droids. <laughs> anyway, okay, so the the octopus droid, newly designed tie, and others shown that Baby, we can redefine and create new vehicles and creatures as exclusives. <laughs> <laughs> what we'd like to do with Java would be no less ambitious. However, continuation of a program like this and future successes, and and future success and exclusive depends on collectors supporting the initiatives in front of us. If we succeed, it opens the door for more opportunities like these and taking chances on some great concepts like a Jabba. So while we can offer a big sunny ray of hope, we don't want to officially make any announcements until we know we're totally <laughs> locked in. Spend more money! <laughs> this means making sure that we have a great story to tell when we talk to our retail partners. So fans applying Jabba's own strong arm tactics, if you want to see them, make sure you pounce and pounce hard this fall. That was a sexual innuendo. Yeah, that was weird. But uh, this was, <laughs> I put this in here, again, more of the, essentially, every time they've asked, are we going to see this, they either say, you're never going to see that, or they're going to say, we would love to love to do that, but make sure you buy shit. But this one was in there because everybody is talking about this Jabba. It's been rumored, you know, um, with the Clone Wars Jabba, I couldn't, you know, wouldn't have to be too terribly of a different mold. Um, the dais is, his dais is the big question. Like, how do you get something that big? Essentially, it's the size of a deluxe, uh, like a deluxe pack-in. So you get a deluxe with, uh, you know, a battle pack size creature. You know, it's one of those things. We're going to see it. I mean... It, we're definitely going to see it. So buy what you want. Don't listen to Hasbro. If they're producing shit you want, then you'll buy it, you know? Uh, SamTroopers.com. In the last Q&A, you said that if the sales on the Clone Wars Y-Wing were good, this might open up things for a new line of mid-sized vehicles. Would that then include a new OT-era Y-Wing? By any chance? I've never <laughs> bought I've never bought a Y-Wing 
previously because there were just too many dislikes about the old mold. Too small, the pilot cannot sit without leaning back in his seat. R2 unit cannot be removed. Landing gear seemed too weak. Wing plastic was too bendy, etc. After the spectacular job that was done with the BMF and ATT, I'd snap up an OT Y-Wing in a heartbeat, done with the same care and quality. How about it? How about it? Oh. I was trying to be funny. <laughs> Has Sorry. Hasbro says, We would not do a whole new Y-Wing in this format, but we do intend to deliver a significant update to the current tool next year that will address many, if not all, of your issues and at a lower price point than the deluxe format, similar to last year's Y-Wing. Stay tuned. So that's pretty cool. The last year's Y Wing was only, I think it was like 45 bucks or something. So, so they're, they're going to say that it's going to be cheaper than that? Yeah. But it's going to be better? Yep. That's a jumbo shrimp. <laughs> All right. Snowtroopers.ca. I want to read this one. Maybe. Okay, fine. You read it. Uh, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> Just say, what do you care? I want to talk. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> With the recent, recent announcement that HasbroToyShop.com is now shipping to Canada, we would like to know specifically why there isn't it. Oh, I'm sorry. Snow Troopers. I already said that. Oh, you did. I'm sorry. Okay. We would like to know <laughs> specifically why there is an additional $20 fee being tacked on to the normal shipping fees plus the cost of the figure. If this is the case, it would not be worth buying the figure from Hasbro Toy Shop as it would come to nearly $50 for a $15 three and a quarter inch exclusive figure from HasbroToyShop.com. If you wanted to wait long enough, it would be on eBay for less than half the price, including shipping. Many of us would prefer to buy directly from Hasbro Toy Shop, but as the, ch or I'm sorry, not but, but as the chances of getting it near minty would be higher, we would also like to get product as soon as it becomes available. Please clarify exactly what this extra $20 is for. Bastards. Hasbro says the extra $20 covers duty, taxes, and additional costs for us to be able to ship items from the U.S. to Canada. He said duty. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a shitty thing. Um, I, I'm not sure how some stores don't have these ridiculously high markup, and some stores do. Um, essentially they're, the guy's also saying, if you look at that, that they're saying that they're charging $15 to ship the figure already to ship one, three so and three quarter figure. So you're essentially getting a $35 charge on a, well, yeah, for a $15 figure. That's messed up. And, and, uh, the one thing that I wanted to correct here, um, so he, just in case Tom with snowtroopers.ca is listing is you do, you are not necessarily insured a mint figure, uh, ordering from Hasbro. I I would say you're more apt to get a mint figure from somebody on eBay that, uh, their feedback, you know, relied on whether it really is mint or not. Uh, yeah, we've got some messed up figures from Hasbro. Yeah, and they've done a couple, I mean, a couple times. It's been amazing. It's been this big box with all kinds of, like, big bubble wrap for one, like, comic pack. 
you know, because it, it shipped after my other order. So it's like pristine. And then, and then sometimes it's been eight figures crammed in a box too small for them and then bubble wrapped put on top of them. It, it looks like the packer had a bad day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're not necessarily guaranteed. And yeah, if that's how Hasbro solved their shipping to Canada thing, boo on you, Hasbro. That sucks. Boo. And I'm sorry to our neighbors to the north. Uh, if you ever want anything, let me know. I'll buy it from Hasbro Toy Shop, and we'll work something out after that. Yeah, I'll mark it up as a gift and and send it to you, so you don't get any duty. Have your people call our people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, YodaNews.com <laughs> asks: With the unveiling of the concept Anakin Skywalker Episode Three and concept. Kiati Mundi, it seems clear that Hasbro plans to expand beyond Macquarie designs and delve into the larger arena of concept art-based products. Can we expect to eventually include vehicles as well, similar to what we saw back in the Power of the Force 2 era? Hasbro says there are no plans to expand beyond figures right now, simply because the tooling would be too great for a non-core vehicle. The exception would be if a concept vehicle would be done with little, with little change to an existing vehicle. Then it might be possible, but not likely. <laughs> and see, and this to me, because I loved the EU vehicles. Um, I don't know if you, if you ever saw those, but there's a, there's a concept speeder in the EU vehicles, and and another one um, that again are non-core. But what I don't get is how Kenner or, you know, Hasbro, Kenner Hasbro back then, fucking was able to produce a vehicle that large that's non-core, a brand new tool, and still make it work. Um, maybe because people were like, oh, this is cool. <sighs> Baby, come on, please. All the time with the dog. All the time. She doesn't stop moving. Baby. <laughs> I didn't expect her to hit the mic. My bad. I know, I'm but I'm just saying you're boy. constantly obsessed with her all during the podcast. stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that spider that's circling our head. Where'd it go? It's right above your head right ah, now. Ah, that's not right. <laughs> so it is circling. So I don't understand why Hasbro. It, it almost seems like they're like they've gotten used to a certain amount of profit, and now they can't let that go. So now there's all these kind of limitations on what they can do, and all these like collector specific things. And I mean, maybe it's just because they're getting they've gotten and they are getting burned on collector centric things but i just i miss the days where you you well, know yeah, you never knew what you might get kind they, of thing they they sell these really cool never seen before toys and people are buying them and then selling them for three times the price on ebay and they're like we want in on that <laughs> <laughs> so next up uh september 12th uh why don't you go ahead Bebe. toymania.com when you release a new line of star wars action figures and come up with a new design for backer cards do you have to make sure that they will fit into the star wars of the quote-unquote star wars official action figure protective cases or are you allowed more leeway as far as size or shape 
<laughs> I love that he asks, are you allowed? That's so fucking great. Uh, oh, no, it doesn't say, al- where did you read a lot? Li- oh. Because it says, or are you allowed, allowed more, th- more okay. leeway? <laughs> okay, I was like, is he asking if they're really mean. allowed I to just... make their backer cards? Um, Hasbro says, until up until this year, we have been faithful to the 6x9 card design and ensured that all figures fit the official protective case. This year, however, Hasbro embarked on a new initiative designed to conform to standard Walmart planogram peg sizes and reduce, even if it was slight, the amount of packaging required to produce a basic Star Wars figure. As a result, the new card size is smaller, 5.5 by 8.25. We did a lot of research with collectors before <laughs> heading down this route to make sure that they were, we were not making a mistake. The vast of the majority of collectors we spoke with thought this, this was a good idea, in parentheses, or did not care, and we moved forward with it. Because of this reduced size, it will no longer fit snugly in the backer card trap that backer card trap area of the collector cases, and they have not become obsolete, and they have not become obsolete for the modern collection. We do not have plans to produce bulk packs of the new official case for smaller for the smaller card size. The one caveat, and it's an important one, will be vintage. If vintage does return, it will strictly be in the 6x9 format and will fit into the current official cases. So they're saying that they're not going to make the cases for the 5.5x5.8 that that exactly okay because i was gonna i was gonna make a smart ass remark of now you get to buy new cases yeah well and that's pretty much what it is if you stocked up on this sweetie it's not gonna drop on your head please dive bomb me oh my god (laughs) um so what they're saying (laughs) is they're not gonna make new cases it won't fit into the old cases, so you're pretty much fucked until somebody like Protech comes along and designs a new case for them. And what sucks is because these characters, their their cards are so fragile with all the sharp corners and everything, they're perfectly suited for cases. And the more fucked up thing is they have a case they've designed a case it's what our fucking smiling luke and uh stormtrooper commander came in from san diego comic-con that's the new case they're just saying they're not going to produce it in bulk oh so and the thing that ticked me off the most about this is that we spoke uh that the vast majority of collectors we spoke with thought that this was a good idea or they did not care those are motherfucking collectors that didn't think about either the fact that they have a wall full of fucking, per, you know, case protected figures or that a fucking ass load of other collectors have a wall full of protective cased figures. Or the ones where they say did not care. They did and went, damn, we can't afford this. <laughs> So they, they they just didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. They didn't care. And this is all because of the fucking Walmart 
uh, reduce their planogram to, because Walmart has been reducing their toy sections. So they've been fucking, they've been squeezing everything in. Yeah. And, uh, and so, I mean, they are literally that big of a deal that Hasbro's like, yeah, we'll be, we'll change shit we've been doing for our, you know, for the last 30 years uh, to accommodate you. All right. Um, Toymania.com also asked, will any of the Build-A-Figures, Build-A-Droid figures see re-release? Hasbro says, it's possible that additional figures using the parts could be produced, but the figures themselves in the buildable format are confined to the Legacy Droid Factory series, and none of them will ever, will ever be re-released. The possible exception being HK-47. Since he was the buildable droid in a very low production wave, if we do re-release him, we would probably re-release the whole wave of figures he came with in a new package format. Oh, I love that. That's just great. So it's kind of shitty. Anybody hoping that they really wanted a droid like L8L9? And uh, we're hoping that they were going to re-release them in something. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like they're going to. That's kind of cool. At least, you know, if you're collecting those and, you know, you can be assured that you have a, you know, you have a figure that won't be reproduced or easily gotten. Um, it brings the value of having something exclusive that you kind of worked for, especially because, you know, it's not. You know, just something you can go and buy for a limited time only. It's a thing that you actually had to collect a bunch of figures, open them, and have all the pieces. Um, again, the HK-47 was one that I was interested in from the Knights of the Old Republic. Um, but I think I pretty much have that handled with uh, the different uh, figures I bought from that wave. So, um, yeah, good and bad. Yeah. Uh, Miss McFavorite, you need to turn your mic towards you because you're getting. And I need to take a break. How about you? Do you need to take a break? I think we've been talking a little bit. Um, why don't we do the last question in the Star Wars Q&A and then we'll take a break. So there's actually like a segment there. Okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. Oh, there's Master. Baby, okay. there's every Q&A. Okay. Yes. It's. Uh, I get it. All Q&A episode. <laughs> I didn't see that we were at the end. See? <laughs> I got good timing, kind of. <laughs> Imperialshipyards.net <laughs> asks, I realize that the last wave of Mighty Mugs will be exclusive to Toys R Us, but can you let us in on when they should be on shelf and which four will make up the last wave? Also, if they do well at retail, will we see any additional waves in 2010? Buy more stuff. Oh, no, that's not what they say. Hasbro says, actually, there will be no exclusive wave of Mighty Mugs at Toys R Us. There was to be another wave, including Ahsoka, but they were canceled and will not ship. Instead, Toys R Us is continuing them as an exclusive while we work through the excess stock. Even if they do, oh, I'm sorry, even if they do well, there are no more plans for Mighty Mugs. Wait a minute. There's no exclusive wave for Mighty Mugs, but they're going to sell them as exclusives? 
what no, what they're about? saying is there's no exclusive wave to Toys R Us. It's just Toys R Us is going to be the only people selling Mighty Mugs until they get rid of them. <gasps> really? Yeah. I was actually kind of starting to like them, if you couldn't tell. Yeah, I mean, I, I like my, I like my troopers. I think the troopers are really cool. I've got you know every trooper that they ever made. Um, I love the um, Royal Guard. I love, uh, and then I have a couple of the GI Joe. I have Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes, and then the fucking Destro Cobra. is the shit. How I don't think. I, oh, I did not just say that. <sighs> She was about to say, I don't think I've seen the Destro. And, and the Destro turned, has I been like in front of our TV for three weeks. Like, <laughs> bitch, I'm right here. <laughs> so that's kind of sad. Mighty Mugs are gone. The last wave has been canceled. No there are Ahsoka. some people I can think of that are like, Well, <laughs> oh, it's one less thing to collect. You it know, it, it's cool to see new stuff, but, you know, it's one of those things where that lines I, come and go. That just means there's going to be a cooler line soon. It's going to drop on my head, isn't it? No, sweetie. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry, everybody. Gonna, Mrs. McFavorite needs to pee. Yes. And I, I need to, to kill a spider. Sorry, PETA. That's trying to eat my head. If anyone it's has. It's been circling like jaws. We have mad spiders in the house, and I love them because they kill the rest of the bugs. But Mrs. McFavorite hates them. So if you have a humane way of removing a spider from your home, let me know. Because I'd never kill a bug unless I have to. But I'm going to have to do this so she will quit, like, looking up and freaking out. Yeah, and he's been getting mad at me. I'm not saying, hey, Jason, look at that. I'm just, like, (laughs) making sure it doesn't fall on my head. It's just like... It's going to eat me, I swear. It's just like with the dog. It's It's not that the dog is distracting me. It's that it's distracting you that it's distracting. I'm sorry she jumped on the table and hit the mic. I wasn't expecting that. All right, we're arguing. We're going to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back after this argument. (laughs) Into the power of three. The new heroic Maximo team starts with three ferocious beasts that convert to three battle-ready robots and combine to form one gigantic robot, Magnaboss, to battle the evil robot Tripredicus, a terrifying triple combination. Transformers with three times the power. It's the ultimate rumble in the jungle. This triple team equals one big buff. Beast Wars are three times as high. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, Next up, we're going to go into the Masters of the Universe Q&A, and these are much nicer questions, and I don't know what the fuck it is with the the Star Wars. I don't know if it's because they've been doing the Q&A for so long that they need to fucking ask these, like, paragraph-long questions, but... uh, Masters of the Universe uh, Q&A with Maddie Collector is going to be refreshing. So, Well, if you think about it, think about the panels at like Comic-Con or, or anywhere else. I mean, did they differ? Well, especially at Comic-Con because you went to, you went to a G.I. Joe panel. You went to a Transformers panel. Went you went to a Star Wars. Well, you went to all four, right? Yeah. That's the Did reason it? why I go are those four panels. Yeah. Yeah, well, that and buying stuff. Well, that too. But it's buying <laughs> stuff that those that's four a, panels are about. <laughs> that's another story. Um, but 
do you see a difference in questions at those panels? Are no. they are they just as where I just stare at people like really you just asked that question? No, it, it seems like it's almost what it is is Star Wars people are more studious. Like they want to throw in a bunch of facts about their question and stuff like that. But when you go up and ask a question at a panel, you're not like you know, it's not something you've researched and, well, it could be, I guess, but it doesn't seem like it's something you've researched and, and, uh, and kind of, you know, thought about and written out and that kind of thing. So, um, maybe that's okay. just the well, difference. Point just went out the window. Either that or Star Wars people just want to be taken more seriously. So yeah, they that's what I'm saying. They're more studious. Oh yeah. You said that. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so our first one up is from pindragonspost.com. Uh, it says, will the new adventure of He-Man bio stories be incorporated into the main Masters of the Universe classics? Mattel, yes! We have at least one NA character planned for 2010. At least one. So that's pretty cool. Is um, that good? Yeah, I mean, I don't it, know it depends. Much about if, this one. Yeah, the new adventures of He-Man, where they uh, tried to they tried to make them more fantasy based, or not more fantasy, less fantasy based and more sci-fi based. Uh huh. Um, so uh, there's lots of different cool aspects, but a lot of people hate it and think that is no place to be in He-Man lore or anything like that. I think that it's kind of a cool idea that they're actually, you know, going to do all aspects of Masters of the Universe, not just what they think, you know, will be the most popular with all fans and that kind of stuff. So I guess I need to do my studying on Masters of the Universe. Yes, I think the do. Masters of the Universe Q&A might have just your commentary because <laughs> I'm just like... I don't know what they just said. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> granted, the Star Wars one is probably going to be the main one you're able to comment on you know masters of the universe transformers <laughs> gi joe my dog just <laughs> fell off the couch <laughs> oh my god okay that uh, was caster's corner ass <laughs> will zor packed with tila come with the perch and armor like the 80s toy mattel says tila will not but we do have a long-term plan to get the perch and armor out in time so, uh, Zor is actually the, uh, the sorceress. The sorceress cannot leave Grayskull, Grayskull's walls unless she's in the form of the falcon. So, and Zor is the falcon. Fly away! So, <laughs> the original one came with uh, armor and a stand. So, it's kind of cool to hear while we're getting Zor with Tila, we're eventually going to get the armor and the stand as well. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> on September 15th, uh, oh, I fucking action figure picks. I was like, I knew when I put acronyms on there, I wasn't going to remember. <laughs> action figure picks, pictures, I think, or it might be actionfigurepicks.com, uh, said, just thought we'd check again. What was the final outcome on Mossman? If there isn't one yet, when will we be, when will you be deciding? Mattel says, we don't make decisions. Okay, sorry. I have to be funny. It's okay. 
Mattel if that's says. That's what you call that. Let's talk about Sing. You. Sing, bang, boom. I'm funny, fuckers. All right. Mattel says we are going to flock him. Flock him? Okay, yeah. We are going to flock him as much as possible without interrupting the articulation. We are still working on the final details. And it's actually uh, come out since this, I think, since they, uh, that uh, I thought they said that the flocking was going to be pretty much uh, everywhere except for the joints, that the actual articulation. So you can think of a figure like his thighs and his calves and his biceps and his forearm. You know, those are all areas that are going to be flocked, but not his elbows or his knees or anything. So um, so that's cool. I'm glad that he is going to be flocked. I think you have to flock a flucker. There are so many flocking comments I could make. <laughs> uh, Poe Gostel uh, said, Does Masters of the Universe Classics Trap Jaw Robotic Arm have <laughs> a hinge joint at the elbow and a ball joint at the shoulder? Mattel says... Yes. Trapjaw's robotic arm has the same articulation points as the regular He-Man. Repaint. However, some of the characteristic sculpt details on Trapjaw's robotic arm limit some of the range of limit some of the range of motion on his shoulder. We felt that it was important to keep these details despite having the effect of limiting the range of motion. Either I have really crappy grammar like in my head well, that's what I was just going to say. You keep rewording shit until, like, it sounds okay, but it isn't the right grammar. Like, they're wording because... I'm educated <laughs> and stuff. Because that's worded correctly, and how you read it, it was not... It, again, it sounded fine. It sounds fine, but that's not the proper use of these and those those and these <laughs> that too as opposed to there and there <laughs> uh so seeing the so seeing the trap jaw of course it's not going to have the you know the the range of motion considering he's going to have a little bit of shoulder pad there and then his arm is going to be kind of a little bit more solid um so next up heman.org asked when the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives went on sale, there was a single order page f featuring collectibles from all of Mat Mattel's toy lines, which made it very convenient for fans of multiple brands to order quickly from one page. On December 15th, there will be six different collector-oriented items going up for sale. So, when the, so will this option be made available again? Mattel says, yes. We are going to try to do this whenever there are multiple items on sale. And so, like, do they just, w when they hire newbies, do they put them on the Masters of the Universe team and then... What are you talking about? I don't know. Their answers are just like, yep, we will. Oh, you don't know how many, like, great questions were are, there were, but they're like, no, we're not going to do that. I think they just, they're not like Hasbro. It's not all marketing speak to them. Oh, my you know? God. I'm getting my... Uh. Oh, you were thinking of these compared to, like, 
same company, but this compared to Star Wars? Yeah, just like, well, Masters of the Universe isn't as big as this, so uh, any Q&A guy or whatever, like the PR people, mm-hmm. when they're new hires, we'll just put them <laughs> on this team. No, it's just Maddie <laughs> Collector is... is or toy guru whatever you i forget his name's like scott Meliich or something like that um he's uh, done it for so long he's like yep he's just more <laughs> down to he's just more of a collector's guy you know as opposed to hasbro where it's like the toy machine you know and there's all these different cogs that make it up and you know there's so much more bureaucracy involved in the star wars gi joe and transformers ones i just got my i'm i'm losing cred all over the place (laughs) i'm losing my favorite cred everywhere (laughs) yeah way to go you bring it down the whole family (laughs) but no i mean uh, i actually actually appreciate uh appreciate that a lot of times i mean there's i saw they're not questions where he was just like no like that was all you got was no was the answer to some long-winded question like in DC Universe you got this guy and you know mm-hmm. so it's kind of refreshing um, next up uh, Transformers Q&A uh, this one dates back to July I can get a specific date when these were actually posted but uh, the preserve says possibility of a Revenge of the Fallen Ravage figure in legend scale Hasbro says Definitely very strong. With an exclamation point. So <laughs> definitely very strong. Wow. I wonder if our uh, I wonder if our editing software is going to be able to fix no, that. Most of the people listening to this are going to be like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, my ears just popped from that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I was very excited. You know me. I'm a Legends fanatic. So it's very cool that we're going to be seeing a Legends scale. I forgot to make coffee on this break. Okay, you can make it on the next break, sweetie. Okay, we're we're sorry, just, just approaching your bedtime. We're not quite past it yet. You gotta catch it on the on the <laughs> on the upswing. If you catch it on the downswing, <laughs> it won't do anything. Nope. <laughs> Hence falling asleep in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. T Formers asked, with the release of three of the individually transformable Constructicons and Long Haul coming out next, will we see the remaining Constructicons, e.g., for example, Scrapper or Hightower released? Might I just add that I've always hated EG, for example. Oh, I fucking love EG. I hate EG. I've always used EX. It's used inappropriately there where they put a comma before it because it's not a pause. It's not It's not used in a sense that and it's word didn't exactly. Catch that? Well, I'm, I doubt these. Look at all of these like grammar. Well, I guess a lot of it's spelling. But. Here's a tangent. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's the coolest thing. So I took this really awesome class at work and it was it was just all about business writing. Uh-huh. And there's a function in Word that will tell you what grade level you're writing in. Really? Yeah. It's oh, so cool. You gotta tell me this. I oh use God. Word to like proof all my shit. Oh yeah. Since I, you're asleep when I write most of it. I was shown in not Vista. So You mean not two thousand seven? Not 2007, pre-Vista, 
I was shown in 2003, Vista. 2003 and before. Um, anyway, I was shown in not Vista and beyond. So I'll have and to before, play around maybe. with the menus. But yeah, anybody play around in Word and I'll try I'll try to remember to like post it somewhere. It's cool. Like you just you do this whole thing and it'll tell you what grade level you're writing in. See, that's very cool. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to Google it. I'm sure we'll find it. Don't play or around Google in the it. menus. Just Google it. <laughs> I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I wonder if that's like... Anyway. Okay. Sorry. Tangent. See, isn't that great? That's what Google's for. Like, Google is hard to find new things that exist, but once you know something exists, Google is great to find out how it works or how you do it or anything like that. Like, once you know what to call something... Google it, and you'll find all kinds of information. But if you don't know what the fuck you're looking for, yeah, you're not going to find shit. I remember when I, I first learned about, about Google. Somebody was telling me, they're like, if you ever want to search for things and not get caught at work, just Google it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, no, really. You like search for it in this thing called Google and it'll pull everything up and you can just go to it. Nobody will ever know what you're searching for because all they see is Google, which obviously is spoken by somebody who Yeah, I didn't know didn't what the know. hell was going on. But I was just I, I was Are you sure this wasn't the guy that used to look at porn uh, on your office computers? No. Because you can look at images of porn without ever going no, to No, it wasn't the guy I worked with. It was a guy that I went to school with, but did have a lot to do with porn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. TF Wiki says, Hasbro copywriter Force Lee stated at BotCon 2009 that the Fallen is a multiversal singularity, meaning that there is... <laughs> I got lost where you were at. Sorry. Oh, hold on. This is one I... This is one I put in here as a joke, so I need you to read the question, and I'll read the answer. Oh, for real? <laughs> Serious. Okay. So okay, so TF Wiki says, Hasbro copywriter Forrest Lee stated that BotCon 2009, that The Fallen, excuse me, uh, is a multiversal singularity meaning that there is only one of him across all Transformers stories and that there are no variant or alternate universe versions of him. Him? Yeah. Okay. Oh, The Fallen. Sorry. Oh, wow. How is this reconciled with the version of The Fallen from the live-action film? After all, there is an umpteen... There are umpteen versions and adaptations of the events of the live-action film, from storybooks to comic books to coloring books, all which are different and conflict in various ways. Does the Fallen experience each of these, each of these universes in sequence, reappearing in, new universe, reappearing in a new universe every time he is defeated in the previous universe? What about the Decepticon campaign happy ending in the Revenge of the Fallen video games? Oh, where the Fallen is victorious? Is there an in-house theory on this? And if there is, can we hear about it? Or should we just assume that it all works out somehow and the details aren't important at the moment? It's called commercialism. <laughs> well, this, is, this <laughs> has been a big thing in Transformers is how... 
how characters are are repurposed, you know, for, you know, there's G1 Optimus Prime, then there's Robots in Disguise Optimus Prime, and then there's Beast Wars Optimus Primal, and, you know, things like that, so... And then there's the, what's the, um, the Black Ult- Optimus Prime? The, the Black Nemesis? and Turquoise? Nemesis. Oh, my God, I could not think of Nemesis. That's all right. So there's Nemesis Prime. He's just another character. But it's it's or is it's falling along those same lines. Yeah, I mean there's a Nemesis. I mean the Nemesis doesn't enter a lot of the actual fiction. Okay. Nemesis is just for them a way for them to repaint a lot of the primes into another toy that they can sell. I mean there are there is a character Nemesis Prime and you know it is in the comic books and that kind of thing. Do you want to take turns on the answer? No, I'm going to blow through this just cuz I think it's hilarious. So this is Hasbro's answer. Now, just sit back, relax, kick your feet up cuz here we go. Right. The complex the complex nature of the multiverse deva- demands much from singular creatures like the Fallen, Primus, Unicron, the 13, etc. These beings of a fundamentally different nature from regular... Oh, my God. Okay, let's start this over again. These beings are of a fundamentally different nature from regular individuals who are repeated endlessly throughout the infinite variation of creation. They must be designed or evolved to deal with certain situations that would drive lesser beings mad. First of all, time flows differently from dimension to dimension. By necessity, this makes it possible for creatures like the fallen to appear to, co- to exist in two places at the same time. Second, whole new universes are spawned every moment by the revolution of quantum uncertainty most of these universes are dead ends that exist only for a few seconds or minutes at most and encompass only a few critical moments therefore at certain critical junctures the fallen becomes a quantum event experiencing two or more possible outcomes at once until one of those outcomes proves to be a dead end and collapses the fallen then reverts back to the real universe Every story has dozens or hundreds of endings we never see, but the fallen sees them. One of the side effects of the fallen's quantum nature is that his appearance changes slightly from dimension to dimension based on the expectations of others and unique history he has or has not established in a particular dimension. He is also bound by the rules, gravity, magnetism of any dimension in which in which appears many of which rules he I think it's supposed to say in which he appears many of which rules he may have actually helped shaped when the multiverse was young so if time flows backwards in a certain dimension he is bound to live and experience forgetting as he goes along everything backwards Smart and savvy dimensional travelers spend their time in reverse timescale dimensions, slow time dimensions, or dimensions in which time does not move at all. This ensures that even if they are killed, they continue to exist. As you can see, the idea of sequential experience, as you and I understand it, is pretty meaningless to guys like the Fallen. He does experience all these things, but his mind operates on a higher order 
So all of this stuff totally makes sense to him. <laughs> or as Jessica says, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I and just I, I thought this was really funny how and they explained real. how how some characters exist in in multi universes at the same time and how some of them don't. I I almost bet you that that this was an idea that this you know that this copywriter had you know and he pitched it and they're like whoa that's that's way out there you know let's. Let's just go with like the fallen is one of the original 13 and done, you know? And so when he was asked at BotCon, he's like, oh, well, he's a multiverse character because the guy that originally shot him down, you know, the VP that's like, no, that's too weird, was, uh -huh. wasn't there. And so when they got this question, they're like, that motherfucker, he did say the, that he was multiverse. Well, let's see. Give it to him and have him write two pages about, you know, what a multiverse character is. Because <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, that is literally, I mean, that is like, I mean, just like he says, it's like quantum mechanics, you know. So that's not real. <laughs> that was the Transformers <laughs> Q&A for July. The next one we got was August 24th. And uh, actionfigs.com asks, even though there has been some, even though this has been somewhat addressed at your panels at this year's BotCon and Comic-Con, questions about the Revenge of the Fallen RC motorcycle trio keep coming up as fans are both stymied and fascinated by the concept and potential behind these three characters. Can we get a final clarification on a few things? Like, will this figure definitely be coming out? Can we get a definitive name on the third bike character? Is it Moonracer or Flare Up or something else? Now that we've seen concept art for that character, the bike mode might pass as a repaint of RC, but the bot mode absolutely could not. Are there... Are their colors? Oh, sorry, I can't. Wow, and their colors seem a little too similar. Will this third bike be a new sculpt, a retool, or just a repaint? Why haven't there been any images yet of this third character or all three motorcycle three all three motorcycle figures in their combined mode? And might we get photos of that? Have you yet worked out the alternate method by which the combined mode instructions will be revealed since they won't be in the third figure's instructions? They're not real. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hasbro says, we certainly have full intentions of releasing all three motorcycles with the third motorcycle being Alita 1. All three motorcycles are com will combine together and we plan to release instructions on how to achieve this combination when the time comes. So that's rocking. Uh, like he said, at BotCon and Comic-Con, they said that they had not produced in instructions on how to combine all three. they were told to say that. <laughs> they said anything about that. <laughs> so we are going to get instructions, which is good, because I would love... I, I just don't really want to spend hours on YouTube watching as people try to figure out the combined mode because if you've seen the concept art it's all over the fucking place it looks ridiculous in my opinion but um 
Uh, but that is cool. They have said before that all three motorcycles will combine, but the fact that the third motorcycle is Alita One is the first time we're hearing this. Bless you, Mrs. McFavorite. Excuse me. <laughs> so, uh, so that's kind of cool. I can't wait to get some instructions. It does kind of suck that it's not Moon Racer or Flare Up, but hey, what you gonna do? It's Alita One. Come Ooh. on, don't cry for me, Alita. <laughs> All right, I'm Buzz. Anyway, <laughs> I think you need a break from the long ones. What? Oh, okay. Go for it, baby. <laughs> Cool Toy Review says, any chance of re-releasing the last wave of, excuse me, Universe Legends figures? I never saw the last wave, Cosmos, Wheelie, etc. anywhere in my area. Maybe all the mini-bots from those two waves could be packaged together as an exclusive of some sort. Maybe even throw in a Bumblebee repaint into Cliff Jumper? And Hasbro says, as for the last wave of Universe Legends, these were released to retail in the spring. While we cannot speak to which specific locations have them, we do know that they were made available for purchase. So, essentially the same bullshit as the fifth and final pack of the G.I. Joe DVD releases. Is they're essentially saying that we put them out there if you didn't see them too bad. Um, I saw them once. So sad. And, oh, well. And being a Legends guy, I copped mine. I, I was just curious because I didn't realize it was such a problem because Legends do tend to come and go here in Denver. Um, so I looked up on eBay. These were uh, $4 figures when they come out. The set of four is now going for $60 on eBay. So they must just have been so pretty can... damn limited. Oh, I'm supposed to promote, promote collecting. Never mind. <laughs> you're supposed to what i was gonna be like really just so you can say that you had them oh no to actually own them because they're very cool sculpts but you but when they're that expensive you're not gonna open them right uh, would you open other them? people wouldn't you would yeah you'd pay 60 dollars for the whole set and you'd open them i'm a completist when it comes to legends i open all my legends that DVD pack that I'm looking for too, that was originally twenty bucks and is now going for eighty to a hundred dollars on eBay. The first thing I'd fucking do is open that so I could complete my mass device. You know, that's the fucking problem with that DVD pack is they put out they put out millions of these other D, the first four DVD packs DVD packs so much so that they clogged the shelves. And you couldn't you, everywhere you went. It was the first two all the time, and then they and then they put out the fifth one. Well, no retailers fucking put them out because they couldn't go through the first few boxes of them. You know, um. so now they're getting shipped off to discount stores and or whoever was lucky no. enough to find them in a back room is now scalping them on eBay. You know. So is it is that really how it is like they they just find a random box that was sold 6 months ago so they just take it and scalp it? No, no. What will happen is uh they're either at a Walmart that burned th that got to that point where they had a bunch of these last ones mm -hmm. and they start buying them up because they know they're worth money. 
you know oh and or then they, they find them. yeah oh or it goes that to, makes a hell of a lot more sense i'm like really they just steal a case of toys and no. they're like word <laughs> no or they go they to a lost ross this. They're bad. a ross in virginia yeah. and a ross in virginia got them but as i've looked My out imagination here got away with me <laughs> so uh next up is our gi joe and we don't have a lot for gi joe they had actually i think they had two gi joe didn't have a lot for gi joe <laughs> well yeah i didn't and and the problem with gi joe is they ask all these questions that they know they're not going to get they're like when are we going to get this figure when are we going to get this figure when are we going to get this figure and uh, they're like you're not you know keep asking i mean it's it's just like gi joe team seem really apprehensive to like offer any information so we don't really have when are we going to get good here. sculpts of channing tatum and uh marlon wayans maybe they're really good you don't, I don't think, think they're so. good oh i think you're being overly critical it doesn't look like channing tatum <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're picking up when you say stuff that low. You're not the Hot Pockets guy. <laughs> I never said I was the Hot Pockets guy. <laughs> What's his name? I, I don't know. Name. I even went to a show. I don't yeah, know what it was called. Funny. It was at the Buell. <laughs> All right. And so I didn't even know why they were giving out Hot Pocket coupons. Oh, <laughs> were they like, really giving out? Yeah, they had like oh five my God, Hot Pockets it's people. Kill me. All right. Well, we're going to take a break in a second. We'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first oh, up. Oh, Jeff Dunham? No. Oh, that's Close the enough. puppet guy. Yeah. Oh, I don't the like guy puppets. that you hate. I don't right. hate the guy. I don't like puppets. Anyway, G.I. Joe, <laughs> the real American hero. <laughs> first up, uh, when I was going through the show notes, I realized I didn't write down who uh, or type down who said this. So, uh, source is unknown. For those of us on the variant hunt, what is the case ratio for white lab coat Dr. Rex versus black lab coat Dr. Rex? Also, just to be clear, <laughs> going forward, <laughs> the Arctic storm shadow without the mask will be, will be the standard issue over the masked version. Hasbro says, while we can't speak to the exact case pack ratio there are definitely more doctors with the black coat than the white the doctor or wow the <laughs> <laughs> the arctic storm shadows arctic storm shadow with the mask is the standard and the one without the mask is the variant that sucks because that i showed it to is you this once like i'm Destro sure you don't with the black versus the navy blue coat last year where the oh, Destro. that was Cobra Commander, the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. I'm not very good with G.I. Joe either. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, I know Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so I like the black-coated uh, Dr. Rex better, and that's what I have currently. But I do want the white coat, too. Um, not a huge variant hunter, but I, I like major ones like that. And the the Storm Shadow without the mask compared with the mask... With the mask and shirtless, he looks ridiculous, in my opinion. It well, just looks Arctic? fucking stupid. Well, it's he the whole fact blue. that they're in the Arctic is he the be thing. Blue or purple. <laughs> With white pants. It's not that they're they're out in the snow. They're that's just where they're at. Is in the Arctic. Yeah. And you still take your shirt off. 
if you're inside, yes. There's things called heaters. Those that better be heat some damn good heaters. <laughs> well, of course they are. It's G.I. Joe. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> that kind of sucks that the without the mask is going to be the variant because he's going to be hard to find. But uh, do you want the with or without? I want the I want the without. I think it which looks. Is, I think it looks dumb to have white pants, be shirtless, and then have a white mask on. That looks. It looks like you're a fucking Mexican wrestler. That's Not that there's anything wrong with Mexican wrestlers. Yeah, I was gonna listening. say. <laughs> thanks for yeah. alienating our Mexican wrestler audience. <laughs> um, it sounds hot. It's all hip, baby. <laughs> you can't see my lips. But you can see my chest. <laughs> I don't know. That was not right. G.I. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Collector Club said, we're still very anxious to hear about the release date for the Resolute DVD and or the unreleased Resolute figures. Can you provide us with an update? Oh, I, did, I didn't bold it and space it. Yeah, it's yeah, that threw me out. Anyway, Hasbro says... The Resolute DVD will be released this fall, but the precise date is still under discussion. We, like you, would love for all the Resolute figures to be available in their original form. If a box set does materialize, it would most likely be in a similar format to the Attack on Attack on Defense of Cobra Island. Did I read that right? You, when you're reading that, you read it as Slash. Attack on slash defense of Cobra Island. There you go. That just doesn't flow well. Sets that <laughs> come out this year. Wow, that's a typo and a half. Well, you that's not a typo. Period. It's just like an oh, I see what you're saying. Sheesh. Oh, you're so. Oh, I, that's I like suck. a third grade reading level right there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of cool. It, it, I mean, they keep saying we're going to get these resolutes in a battle pack. So it'll be kind of cool if we uh, tack on in defense of Cobra Island battle packs are each seven figures. Oh, and defense. It's a. It's like when you say and or. Okay. It's yeah. It's attack on Cobra Island and defense of Cobra Island. I got so you. So they shortened it by saying attack on slash defense of Cobra Island. Sorry, they, guys. I didn't understand the semantics behind it. It's okay, the, baby. You, you're not a big... A pack slash. A pack slash? <laughs> oh, you said pack. <laughs> she said pack slash. <laughs> okay, so that's kind of cool. Um, and we'll have some uh, information about the Resolute DVD coming up in Grab Bag. So stay tuned for that. Um, next up, this one took me a while to figure out what the hell this site was, like what that J spelled. Ohio? It's Joe Ohio. Get it? Like G.I. Joe Ohio. That's cute. That's, yeah, I thought that was pretty cute. funny once I got it. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and read that one, Miss McFavorite? Uh, the new Pursuit of Cobra line appears to, damn it, I hate it when I read things wrong. <laughs> I get my you must toes be wrong. pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, people. 
The new Pursuit of Cobra line appears to resemble an animated style. The Are these based on a cartoon series for the recently announced Hasbro TV deal? No. An upcoming cartoon on the new network is being discussed and possible styles are being developed, but they are not yet inspiring the toy line. So, fuck yeah, they just confirmed we're getting a new G.I. Joe cartoon and they're already working on the styles. Do you think it's going to be Resolute style? Is that what they're... Uh, what is this Pursuit of Cobra? Is it like Resolute? I really like the anime in Resolute and I know you're really mad that I know that. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't even get to talk. Well, we'll again. We're going to talk about that in grab bag, so we'll get to that. But uh, this was more. Um, um, this was more just confirmation that we are getting a new cartoon and we are getting a new style of figure, which I'm always open to. If it's cool, if it sucks, they suck. Everybody sucks. All right, guys, w- that's it for Q and A. Thanks for hanging in there while we catch up on what. Uh, wow. Arguably, we consider or I consider the the coolest things that were covered in the Q and A. Again, there was uh, there was tons of questions asked over and over. The Transformers Q and A was littered with questions about when is Universe or Classics line coming back, and Hasbro has stated, and they stated this every time a site asked it. As we have said before in this forum, the universe and classic lines are done. We may right now our focus is on the movie. The universe and classic line will not return. We may revisit past, you know, inspirations as a new toy line. So So I do have to ask because Megan Fox has been everywhere and since we're talking about Transformers this very second Anyway, um, <laughs> just so everybody so, knows, this is Vanilla Ice. I love you. Oh, I was thinking something else. <laughs> damn it. I thought it. Damn. Anyway, so. Oh, that just killed everything. Never mind. I was going to make a smart ass comment about Megan Fox. Oh, I'll just make it. <laughs> Come on. So, with her being all big right now because of Jennifer's body and everything. I have to ask, have, are there anything in the forums about how, like, will Megan Fox appear nude? Or will Megan Fox do this? Or Megan Fox blah? Megan Fox act better? And the forums, they're... They don't the really care. They're crazy. just crazy. Like, if you go to they a don't big care about, forum, like, star, They don't care about who's actually in the movies. They just care about the story and how how much they stay true to the actual mythos of Transformers and everything like that. Oh, no. See, that's the whole thing about a forum is like a forum is just a rampant tangent on every single thing you can even that you can ever think of. And not even I'm not part of these boards. Well, that's what I'm saying. Get on there. Shit. People won't trade with me because I don't have enough fucking damn posts on the boards. 
I'm like, I fucking do a podcast about toys. What else? What else? What other cred do you want? You know, if you don't You're like, no, we heard your wife. She's crazy. Yeah. If you think <laughs> I'm going to rip you off, then leave bad comments about iTunes and on our blog and email. And, you know, it's not like I'm like hiding. You in a do have to be understandable about. I that, know. Though. I know. Sorry. I'm still just disgruntled that he just I don't have blades. a best of 80s pack <laughs> or blades, or my <laughs> blades. <laughs> Shit. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break, <laughs> and we're going to be back with our regular segments, which uh, first up will be Store Report. I was thinking Computer Love. Isn't there a song called Computer Love? Yeah, and it's similar. That's what I was thinking. I was like, well, I like this song, and you're like, it's Vanilla Ice. I'm like, no. Nope. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. Now, it's here. The excitement, the adventure of a new force at breakfast. We'll call them C-3PO's. New C-3PO cereal from Kellogg's. Twin rings, face together. For two crunches and every double O. A delicious part of this nutritious breakfast. Now you can experience the taste of Kellogg's C-3PO's. A crunchy new force at breakfast. May the force be with you. 